0: This is a bonus podcast episode. I had no intentions of sending an extra episode out today. Uh, However, I made a video that I was going to send out to my email subscribers and then realized there's a lot of you who subscribe to the podcast and listen every week who might not be on my email list. So first, if you want to jump on there, I send out emails helping you live a kick-ass life about every week. It's super easy. Go to yourkickasslife.com slash free. And because this is important and I wanted to make sure that the people who follow me heard this video, then that's why I am rolling it into a podcast episode. You can go and watch it if you want. It is – the link is in the show notes to go over and land on my site where it will be. And I also would love for you to go over there because there are some important links. I would love for you to take the time – to go and check out, to go and watch. So what this video is, it's about 21 or so minutes where I am talking about my thoughts and my opinions about what happened last week um, and into the Easter weekend with Rachel Hollis. So if you are unfamiliar with who she is, uh, I do talk a little bit about it in the video. uh, And I'm also going to link to... Her social media video that caused uh, the the major uproar that has happened, it has since been deleted from her social media account, but you can find it online just so that you know the context and and what is happening for that. All right. I'm going to get to that in just a minute here, but I wanted to address a couple of things that I've thought about since I made this video yesterday. And One thing that I don't address in the video because I wanted to keep it focused on my initial thoughts and I also wanted to point people to women of color who have talked about this and who are more qualified to talk about this than I am uh, and again those links are in the show notes this is also a conversation about toxic positivity that I want to have at another time and I had a very very strong feeling that the the bubble would burst you know I'm using air quotes over here around toxic positivity I am definitely someone who is guilty of this, and I've been thinking for a long time about writing more about it, talking more about it, and I've really needed some time to get my thoughts together and and also still am in the process of learning how to do better and, and moving away from that uh, kind of teaching, so switching gears a little bit. I, I want to jump into the the audio of this video that that you're about to listen to. Um, but I, I wanted to mention one more thing, and I didn't get into it in the video because I really wanted to um, point you to, especially women of color who have who have talked about this and who are more qualified to to talk about this. And I want to make it very, very clear that I personally was not harmed by this video. There were plenty of people that were. And that is also part of the problem. So I, I, I want to make that abundantly clear that I am not in the in the group that was harmed. Um, although I, I, I have a problem with this because she's such a she's such a huge influencer and face of the women's empowerment industry. Um, but I, I want to point something out because I saw it a lot in the comments on social media, and just in case there, there's anyone listening that maybe saw the video doesn't get why people are upset about it is saying that you know this is a witch hunt people are bullying Rachel and it's a pile on it's totally unnecessary and of course there were some cruel comments in there that that were unnecessary however i want to make this point if there is anyone who is in that camp of she didn't do any harm she's just being herself she's just being ambitious and saying her truth if that is what you believe then you're not truly listening to the people that she did harm as well as if you are digging your heels in without belief then you're part of the problem And trust me, that was a time in my life when I was too. I'm not perfect. I'll say this a hundred times. I still have a lot of learning to do. I still am trying to be a better feminist. And like I say in my sign-off, it's our life's journey to make ourselves better humans and our life's responsibility to make the world a better place. This is part of that. This is absolutely a great example of where we can stop what we're doing and look and listen and hear people who have been harmed. All right, that's all for the intro. And here is the audio from the video I made a couple of days ago. Hi, everyone. Um, I wanted to make a video and talk about what has happened over the last week or so mostly what has transpired on social media um, in regard to some things that were posted by a, an influencer in our industry, and that is Rachel Hollis. So um, this is tough because I have notes. I have two pages of notes, so if you see me looking down, it's because I'm looking at this. I want to make sure I stay on track and that I get to everything that, that I wanted to say here this is really tricky because a few reasons i went back and forth if i should do this or not and some of the reasons that i i decided not to make a video or speak um too publicly about it is first and foremost is that i didn't want to center myself as a as a white woman when things happen like this we tend to make it about us and center ourselves and also with what's happening, um, with being performative. And I'm going to, I'm going to talk about exceptionalism too, uh, being performative and also, you know, the quote unquote woke Olympics can happen as well. And I, I didn't want that to be what this was about. I also did absolutely did not want this to be about bashing another woman, um, I'm, I work in the field of women's empowerment and, and, you know, you see sometimes people talking about like, we should always lift other women up. And, and I've always said, yes, and some women behave poorly and we need to hold people accountable when they are, when they're being harmful. And let me back up for those of you that don't know what's happening. I am going to post some links below with this video, um, Rachel Hollis has has since taken down uh, the the posts that were problematic but you can still find them on the internet so I'm I'm gonna get into the gist of it Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. You can use Earnin for anything you need to: therapy visits, rent, or even extra self-help books. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, "When I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind." Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in "noise" under podcast. When you sign up it really helps the show noise under podcast subject to your available earnings location daily max and pay period max see earnan.com slash tos for details Earnin is a financial technology company not a bank bank products are issued by evolve bank and trust member fdic
3: if you like this show there's a decent chance you'll also enjoy the shameless mom academy hi i'm sarah dean the founder and host of the shameless mom academy With 700 episodes to choose from, you're likely going to find something that sparks and speaks to you inside the Shameless Mom Academy.
0: And I'm also going to post a series of things and resources. There are some, some women, some women of color who have made some excellent videos outlining The problems with this and I I definitely want you to take the time to watch those. I've watched probably four or five at this point and those are the voices I want to point to and lift up and at the same time as a leader in this industry I felt like I had a responsibility to comment on it and and partly because I, I take this personally. I take this personally that rachel is a such a heavy hitter and a face and an influencer in this industry and i always want to keep a pulse on what's going on and i also want to make very clear that this is more so about leadership than it is about her personally Um, it's also about her behavior and not her as a human I want to make that abundantly clear as well so i'm I'm jumping around here let me let me look at, at my notes um, and to also to be clear i have never i have not read any of her books I have never um been to any of her events or even followed her on social media i I don't really have that much of opinion of an opinion of her. I will say I was worried in the beginning um just from like a human to human level and and thinking to myself, I hope she's really done a lot of work on herself or 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 does that because anytime you have that kind of, in my opinion, I imagine, it hasn't happened to me, but I would imagine when you have that rocket to success, it can change people. I mean, we've seen it with celebrities and, um, that was my hope for her, you know, as a woman, as a mother, as a business owner, as a wife, that she truly got all the support that she needed, not just by team, but by therapists and and any inner work that she needed to do, because it was it was a lot in a very short amount of time. Um, okay, and let me talk about exceptionalism for a hot second here. So Lisa Renee Hall, who's been on my podcast before, I have. Uh, been a part of her Patreon for probably 10 months now I've learned a great deal from her and a lot of a lot of race educators talk about exceptionalism and what this is is something that non um, people of color especially white people do where we think that we are exceptional obviously in that we try to make ourselves we try to separate ourselves from people who are causing problems like from racist people who are people you know like what rachel hollis did so so it it would it would um it's also kind of like the woke olympics and it is acting as if you're the good white person you know i would never i can't believe she did that and um trying to pull yourself away from quote-unquote problematic behavior so that you're seen in a better light and I have done it before I've talked about it on my podcast before and maybe that's why I'm so quick to see it now but I, I definitely didn't want this to be about that and I want to make it clear that I still have so much work to do and I think a lot of us have a lot of work to do and it is an ongoing Process that will never end. And I mean, to take a couple steps back again, why does this matter when it comes to women's empowerment? I've said this so many times and I'm going to continue to say it because I think it's incredibly important. When we're talking about women's empowerment, we're talking about feminism. And when we're talking about feminism, we are talking about patriarchy. And when we're talking about patriarchy, we're talking about white supremacy. Also, a couple steps back again, when we're talking about feminism, we really need to learn about and try to divorce ourselves from white feminism. And a really great book, that I'm reading right now is Hood Feminism by Mickey Kendall. I have invited her to come on my podcast. I hope she says yes. And I have more highlighted in this book than I don't have highlighted. I'm learning so much. I will probably read it more than once. Um, okay, I won't get too far into that. So the reasons that I am talking about this, again, like I said, this is about leadership and not about what she did. Uh, well, it is about what she did, and it also is is just an example of something that I think needs to be talked about around leadership and around our wellness industry, our women's empowerment industry. Um, and we need to hold other white women accountable. Again, this isn't about separating ourselves and saying, like, I'm better than you, and I would never do that, because I can't say that I would never do something like that. And please, the day that I do, other white women hold me accountable. Um, I've been so grateful for other white women. Oh, it's uncomfortable as all hell when it happens, but other white women who have called me in and talked to me about what's going on and, and what's my responsibility. And it needs to continue to happen. And then um, I had Lisa Renee Hall on my podcast and I was asking her to be clear about, about um I watched a video of hers where she was talking about being performative and educating and, and teaching at the same time, specifically for white people. And I said, am I clear that it, it's both at the same time? And she said, yes, because I, I, I wanted that confirmation to make sure that I, I heard her clearly. It can't be one or the other for us, for white people. And um, that's, this is why this topic is so nuanced.
2: I know that raising a Differently Wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone, and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy.
1: Well, hey there, Busy Mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life?
0: Yes, I already mentioned this, but I I take this personally, what happened. Um, Because Rachel Hollis is a representative, she is a face of this industry. Um, She has tremendous influence and opportunity. And I hope that she gets the help that she needs so she can get it right. Um, Let's see. Okay, and let me move on to my thoughts. Oh, gosh. Okay. So one of my values is around responsibility. I believe that we have a responsibility just as human beings, but especially as an influencer or an expert in in the wellness industry, you have a responsibility to your community. You have a responsibility to your team, and you have a responsibility to yourself. And you have to take it seriously. You have to take it Very seriously. And the thing that has struck me about this is, in my opinion, I make up, I don't know for sure, but I make up that what might have happened is that she put her ambition and her goals and her what she said, climbing the mountain in her video, she put that first before the responsibility that she has to her community. And that has to come before your financial goals, before success. It has to. Or that's what happens. What we saw happen, that's that's what happens. So let me break down quickly the video. Um, even if you didn't see it, this might kind of shine a light on what happened And for those of you that did, and for those of you, I mean, I'm I'm surprised if you're still watching this, for those of you that didn't get it, (laughs) there's still a lot of comments that are saying like, I don't get it. You don't need to apologize for anything. You're just being yourself. You're just being ambitious. People need to get over it. People need to get a life. And A, those people have a lot of learning to do. Those people, um, I'm just going to leave it at that. Those people have a lot of learning to do. So First and foremost, in her, she made a TikTok video. Is what happened, and she was responding to she had done a live apparently the day before, and um, somebody in her live had said you're privileged AF, and then went on to say you're unrelatable. So this was this. Rachel made a one minute video, responding to that. So she talked about her housekeeper, and twice in the video mentioned that this it's the woman who cleans her toilets. Um, that is. Dehumanizing. And she also was confused and thinking that people were upset that she has a housekeeper. And that was not the case. Of course, you have a housekeeper. You run a multi million dollar business. You are in charge of more than what, 20 people on your team? You have four children. You're a single mother at this point. Like, of course, you have a housekeeper. No one's mad about that. It was just the dehumanization. The words that she used were were harmful towards the woman that cleans her home. She acknowledged her privilege, but then negated it. She said, yes, I have privilege, but I worked my ass off for it. That's not what, that's not how that works. So, I'm not even going to get into that because I think if you're confused by that, you can Google like what does privilege mean or the definition of privilege and it'll come clear like why she was completely missing the mark on that. Um, she then talked about how most people won't get up at four in the morning and work as hard as she does and she was equating her work ethic and her getting up early to her success without thinking about the millions of people that do the same. And those people don't have the resources or access or a partner who made plenty of money for her to build her business. That's part of the many problems from this one-minute video. And then at the end, when she leaned into the camera and like squinted her eyes and, and said... Nosis, You can watch the video. I know that face because I've done it. And probably a lot of you watching or listening have too. I recoiled partly because that is not a fun place to be in when you are hurting and angry and feeling the need to be passive aggressive and condescending and contemptuous. And snarky. I have been in that place and it's not fun at all to be defensive like that. And for a minute, my heart goes out to her because this woman is going through a divorce. Her husband is publicly dating a beautiful fitness influencer. I saw that and I don't follow her, um, Dave Hollis, either, but I went over there to see if he had commented. I was like, oh. He's dating someone and it looks like a new relationship. And it, and I've also been in that place where your husband is dating someone gorgeous and seems happy and you're single and not that happy. It's truly a difficult place to be. So she's probably going through some stuff that does not excuse her behavior. You can be going through some stuff and make mistakes and still clean it up well. And then she said, I don't know what made you think I ever wanted to be relatable, Um, which I was aghast because she built a business and a platform on being relatable from her stretch marks picture to talking about it specifically on Oprah. Um, I mean, there's so many examples of her talking about that. And You know, even her TikTok bio says, like, I'm your big sis. Like, that's being relatable. That's why people liked you. And that is gaslighting your community. Telling them that they imagined it. Telling them that they're wrong. (sighs) Leadership is hard. And we don't always get it right. I haven't always gotten it right. I have stepped in shit, as I like to say. I don't like to do it, but I have done it. And it's really the worst. And also, like, that feeling to know that you've hurt other people is fucking terrible. So I hope that she can get the help that she needs Um, to gain some insight and maturity around this. Uh, And then in her apology, she blamed her team in a manipulative way to make herself look like the victim. It was a non-apology, actually. She started out kind of okay. This is also erased from Instagram as well, Uh, but I'm sure you can find it. It was the very last slide that really just... And I wanted to point this out specifically because this is something that I think a lot of white women do. Um, This is definitely something I used to do a lot coming from being in an abusive relationship where I, when I felt wrong, when I felt wronged and then had also done something wrong, when I felt very defensive, I would manipulate taking responsibility by at the same time pointing the finger somewhere else and making an excuse for it. So it's a way to make yourself look like you're the victim and you're the one that's hurting. So the way she did it is she said, I should have listened to my gut instead of my team. I should have posted like I thought instead of listening to my team when they said it would all blow over. So she didn't need to say all that stuff about her team. She could have just said, I should have listened to my gut. I should have posted when I thought about it, and I didn't. She didn't even need to say all that other stuff, but she did blame her team. And this isn't the first time that she's done this. And trust me, if this was the first time she had done something like this, I most likely wouldn't make a video about it. But this is a pattern of behavior, and – One of the main points I want to make here, and maybe I'll close it up with this, is be careful who your leaders are. My friend Sarah Dean said there's a big difference between a marketer and a leader. And one of the things I liked about her in the very, very beginning when she first came out, I said, oh, she's great at marketing. She is. She's a fantastic marketer. I'll give her that. And it's become clear with this is that she does not have the leadership skills it takes to lead a community of that size. This is where I take issue. Is that a lot of the people in my community there's crossover and also follow her and are in her community and I feel highly protective <laughs> of all of you and I um we all have to be careful and and hero worshiping is dangerous. I see that a lot in her community. Um, because people are people, we are flawed and going to make huge mistakes. And And my hope is that she hires some consultants that are not just crisis management, but that are DEI people and she needs a team, not just like one person. And that she hires them also to work with her and her team and that they do some deep work and that she pulls back from social media and probably a lot of a lot of things and she needs to take some time to do this really hard uncomfortable work so I wanted to keep this under 20 minutes um, so that you have time to watch some of those other videos that I'm going to give you that really break it down and talk about what it was like watching all of that unfold as someone in a marginalized community I have the experience of watching it unfold as a fellow white privileged woman. And I was stunned. I can't say I was very surprised, but I was stunned by that behavior. And um, I imagine that it's worse for women of color and people in marginalized communities that she was degrading. So again, this was about her behavior and this was about leadership, not her as a person. I like to see people's humanity and I also really like to just accept that people are doing the best they can. And if that's her best, then she needs some support and lessons in leadership. And I hope she gets that. And to any of you that are or were hurt by that, I'm sorry that you had to experience that. If I ever behave in that way, I would hope that you would reach out to us personally or just please I mean even throw a drink in my face like (laughs) all right I'm gonna stop talking thank you so much for being with me through this whole thing please check out those links that I'm posting and I will see you on the podcast or on Instagram bye